Hey guys, it's Betsy with Faith and Flip Flops. Today's topic, grading on my nerves. Let's talk about our kiddos. I will go first. Some days, mine grate on my nerves, like when you go to the end of the block of cheese that you're grating and your knuckles accidentally hit the sharp metal spikes. But I love them anyway. Other days, they do things like brush their teeth without being told, draw me pictures, and tell me I'm pretty. Those are good days. I want to squeeze their little, and not so little, cheeks off and put pretty red lipstick kisses all over their faces. What I have here is one of those Latter-day Saints commercials, and I'll take it. But most days, we're somewhere in the middle. I love yous are tossed around with random, I will pop you with my flip-flop moments as we race through our busy schedules. I am one of those people that started late in life with this whole kid thing. I thought I'd have one, and then God said, hmm, no ma'am, I have two children that I need you to adopt. So I did. Now I have a 13-year-old, an 8-year-old, and a 5-year-old. So, let's do some math. First, I'm a 45-year-old single mom with a 5-year-old. I may be using a walker by the time he graduates, and I may also be a grandma from child one. Child two better hang on to her horses on that. Secondly, there is an almost nine-year difference between child one and child three. They have absolutely nothing in common except they're both boys. You guys, those kids fight like cats and dogs, and some days I feel like I am a referee in a jello wrestling match. I do not understand this whole sibling fighting thing. I was an only child, and this freaks me out. When do you step into the match? Do you stand in the middle and yell the whole time? Do you grab a hose and spray them? Do you pretend to faint? I go with one last final war cry and hiding in my closet until I like them again. They are really hard to not like for very long, though. Child one will call through the door and say he's going to clean my car out. Child three will poke his fingers and toes and dog paws under the door and invite me to watch monster trucks with him on his tablet. The brave one, child two, the girl child will actually open the door and sit down, hug me, and tell me she is sorry and loves me. Then we hang out in the closet for a while, sometimes with snacks. Child number three will stumble in and join us eventually. Number one will come in, playing it cool, but he comes just the same. So here we all are in the closet, having family bonding because mommy freaked out and hid in her closet. I guess they do love me and really might like each other just a little bit. I have other choices besides hiding in my closet. I could let the anger take over and yell and cuss at them or beat them with a belt. I could throw things or berate them. Some days that would be the easiest choice. But is it the best choice for any child? No. Children are truly a product of their environment. I would know. I have one biological kid and two adopted kids. You get to choose the environment you provide your children both physically and emotionally. Even living in a tent, sleeping on the ground, and scraping by for food, you can provide a good emotional environment for your child. They need stability, love, respect, discipline, and understanding. 
I often explain our little world as being the hot mess express or compare it to a circus. But the thing is that the kiddos know they are loved, know what is coming next, and know that I will stand by them no matter what. I am their solidity, their peace, and their safe place to rest. That is why when I end up in the closet, they are not afraid of me. They actually draw nearer to me in little flashes. I want to give them the bits and pieces of what I have given them. It is small, but it is there. The little glimpse is my mustard seed of faith that the whole mom gig will pay off and I am doing things right with my children. Children are hard work, but they are gifts from God. We are called to cherish them and follow His word, not scar them physically or emotionally or even worse. The news scares me to death. Missing children, molested children, starving children, beaten children, etc., We cannot stop the bad, but we can present the good in our own homes and pray that our children take what we teach them even further. They're our heritage, our hope, our future. Our heritage cannot survive with broken and beaten children with no discipline. It can survive with children that have been nurtured, disciplined, and taught the Word of God. It is your choice in your home, and it can make all the difference for our world. I beg you to make the right choice. The future is literally being molded in our hands.